And welcome back to Thoughts of the Roundtable with me, Matt Reedbar, and Paul had to roll. Paul, I think I think something's happening. There's like a haunting at Paul's place. I'm not <laughs> sure, but it's Ghost Stories Part 4 slash Holiday Edition Ghost Stories Part 2. I don't know what we're going to call it, but I'm joined once again by Mackenzie Jackson. And Mackenzie, we got some more ghost stories, so let's, let's keep them rolling. Let's hear them. Okay, so this one I found on a thread, and it's about, like, any experiences, like, during the holiday season or, like, Christmas or New Year's. Mm -hmm. So um, this one person goes, the previous owner of my house loved Christmas. He built this house in 1948 and lived here until his death. Yes, he died here, too, under the care of a relative. Mm -hmm. We have a musical Mickey Mouse light switch in the hallway, which is hardwired into the electrical. It does not work, but we haven't bothered taking it down because it's wired to the switch itself. That being said, it began playing the old theme to the Mickey Mouse Club when we had been living there for exactly one year. Thinking it was an odd coincidence, Oh, I just lost my face. I said, thanks, house, and turned it off. It went off. <laughs> thanks, again. house. Like, okay, that's that's like talking about being in denial that something happened. Like, thanks, house. I don't thank you. Bye. <laughs> it's like, hey, bye. Um, but on Christmas Eve last year, right before we left to visit family, knowing the previous occupants loved our holidays, the timing was a bit ghostly, especially since the switch does not work otherwise. I'm waiting to see if it does it again this year. If it does, it's definitely a ghost. That is interesting, especially if it doesn't, it's not supposed to work. Oh, yeah. And like, I mean, I, I don't know if I believe it fully, but, like, I also believe it. But, like, at my house, we have this light in our kitchen that does not work at all. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, randomly, it will sometimes work. Also, we're just kind of sketched out even to, like, try the light. So, mm-hmm. I, like, I believe it. But then I'm also, like, mm, maybe it's just the electricity just going. See, if it happened, like, occasionally and random, that would be some, that would be one thing. But the fact that it did happen, like. Oh, like exactly a year. Like, and what does exactly a year mean? Like, is it literally exactly a year? Like we've been here for a year ish. So anyway, a little suspicious. So that's that story. And then this next one, um, it's called short account of a positive experience with the paranormal during the Christmas holiday. So, yes, I personally have no recollection of this event. This was told to me by my mother and was confirmed by my father, who's the most non-spiritual paranormal person I have ever known. You don't want to talk about ghosts with him. He is strictly scientific, and if one doesn't provide a DNA sample, then it doesn't exist. So during the Christmas holiday years ago, and it might have been shortly before or after Christmas, my parents were sleeping in their bedroom. Sometime in the early morning hours, they awoke and noticed that there was a room where my crib was where I slept, was illuminated with a bright white light. They immediately thought that a burglar or someone had entered the home, so both my parents jumped out of bed and ran into the hallway outside my crib room. Before they could enter my crib room, a ball of light, a bright white light, exited the room and went into the hallway. Instead of panicking or being frightened, they both said when the light came out of my crib room, they felt the most peaceful sense of well-being and happiness. All the fear they initially felt had vanished, and they just stood there, watching this ball of light not moving. They watched the ball flow out of my crib room, through the hallway, and then down the stairs, where it disappeared around a corner into the living room. 
My parents hurried down the stairs to see where the ball of light went, but it was gone. However, once they were downstairs in the living room, they noticed that the angel ornament on top of the Christmas tree had been knocked over. I've asked if there was a window in my bedroom, thinking it might be a lightning ball, and they said no. However, I wonder how good memories are about these particular details years later when remembered. My mother says she's believed it to be an angel, and my father says he doesn't know what it was, but it was an incredible, unexplainable experience. If my mother had told me this, I would kind of wonder if it actually happened, but my father confirms the story, and knowing how he thinks, I have to believe this account, whether it was an angel. I doubt mm. that because I don't believe in angels as described in the Bible. Nevertheless, I find that the sudden well, change... to be fair, the angels described the Bible, they're like giant eye creatures, yeah. right? So, like, that, if I saw that... I don't care if a giant eye creature, biblically accurate angel appeared, giving me peace via the aura. I would still be like, what the f- is this? Like oh, a yeah. giant orb of wings and eyes? No, no, no. So that is weird, though. Yeah. And like she just kind of goes like if it was a ball of light, like larger than a ball in the room of like hers, then like she would freak out. But like her parents just said they were at peace. So like. I, I I believe it to like some extent, just because like our orbs do exist. Like they could have been seeing an orb, because I mean, I don't know. But orbs also like you can't really catch them unless like mm-hmm. a light shining on them, or it's like a camera. I feel like I like I'm trying to think of like if with my big butterfly net, I don't think I could catch like an orb. Like you know, how do you catch light? <laughs> like yeah, exactly. that'd be hard. And like the whole thing with like the angel being knocked over. Mm-hmm. I mean. Everybody knows that cats love to climb Christmas trees, but there's no like saying of a cat climbing the Christmas tree or mm-hmm. a cat existing. So like it definitely couldn't be like an animal who knocked it over. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. This one I really don't have any commentary for. It's crazy, it's spooky, yeah. but it brought them peace in that moment. So I just like the idea that the light's like, you can't catch me, you can't catch me. And then like disappeared around the corner and was gone. Like that's like very spooky i like it all right okay so this next one mystery figure on christmas oh it's definitely it's an interesting one i will say that i don't think anyone wants a mystery figure at their door at christmas especially if it's like dark like late night christmas Ooh, you're gonna you're gonna not like this one oh god oh god (laughs) When I was eight or nine, I saw something weird on Christmas Eve. This was many, many years ago, but I still remember it like yesterday. I still believed in Santa Claus then, and a good amount of children do. I had a usual anxiety and excitement for Santa to leave Christmas presents by the tree, and after I went to bed, I had some trouble going to sleep with holiday nerves and such. I had finally drifted off when I woke up to the sound of soft footsteps somewhere in my room. I automatically assumed it was Santa Claus, and I was scared to see him for the fear he might leave or his magic will fail. I opened one eye just barely and saw this black figure standing over my bed, staring at me. It was tall, probably around six feet, and it was completely dark. It looked almost blacker than black in a way. I couldn't see any eyes, mouth, or nose on it, but I could clearly see the outline of a head arms body and legs it looked like a bigger person so thinking it was santa claus just made sense it stayed in one spot for 10 maybe 15 seconds until it took a few steps closer it leaned in a little bit more so a few feet away from me and it stayed there for 10 to 15 seconds more even though i couldn't see a face i knew it was looking right at me it's just that weird feeling you get when you know you're being watched or looked at 
I closed my eyes again and waited for a few minutes. When I looked back, it was gone. I lived in a pretty old house at the time, so the doors and floorboards were squeaky and loud. I heard the footsteps, but I never heard the door open. I never saw this figure again, though I had some other spooky experiences in this house. I asked my mom if she heard Santa when he came into my room last night, and she looked confused for a second. Then she played along and just assumed I was lying. I know this wasn't a person, and I know this wasn't a dream. I also know that spirits and entities are often attracted to lots of excitement and energy, so Christmas would be a perfect time for a ghost to pass through. Hmm. Is that true, though? Like, the idea of, like, christmas being such a spiritual day or something like um i mean i think with like everything that kind of surrounds it with like the christian belief of like the baby jesus i think a lot can go along but with the excitement and energy it actually makes a lot of sense because i see this a lot when i'm watching like uh paranormal investigation videos mm-hmm. they'll like yell or scream into the room to help create like an energy buzz or they'll do this like weird like harmonic thing to help um, create energy mm-hmm. and like after that happens the activity just increases like so much more oh interesting mm-hmm. i'm learning so much and i feel like i might forget a lot of this in the future but thank you i appreciate it oh. all right what's next okay so this next one is called the spirit in my house likes to decorate for christmas oh i don't like this title at all because it reminds me, we, we brought back, for those listening, we brought back Judgment Day for a special holiday edition uh, limited series. But one of the episodes is about how uh, the girlfriend decorated the house for Christmas, but he's an atheist and he hates it. And they got into a huge argument. And it's like, just talk to each other. Why was there no discussion about like, she, like you just went ahead and decorated the house? Like, that's just annoying to me. But also like his reaction was like over, they both sucked. But anyway, yeah, oh. I'm already getting flashbacks to this. So let's hear it. Lovely. So it starts out with my family and I have been dealing with what seems to be a poltergeist activity in the home we're renting. Occasionally, we will see figures, hear voices, etc. What triggers me the most is that sometimes strange things that occur, such as me walking into my kitchen to find every cabinet is wide open, as well as everything plugged into an outlet is unplugged. December 1st comes around and I pull the Christmas tree out of storage and begin assembling it, but I haven't added the ornaments yet. At the time, I was very tired due to the lack of sleep, so I took a nap. After waking up, I walked out into the living room and I realized that there was one ornament hung in the center of my tree. I got chills because my parents are on a work trip and I'm home alone. Maybe they like the holidays. I think it's pretty wholesome, but creepy nonetheless. Huh. Yeah, I, to me, it's creepy. Like, it's better, it's much better to have a poltergeist decorating than a poltergeist, like, you know, screaming or doing like tricks and stuff but like i don't know i don't love uh i don't know don't don't love it don't love it that's for sure oh, yeah but, so I, I believe in that one slightly just because the parents on a work trip they were mm-hmm. by themselves you know yeah no i believe that that one i believe but don't love it still don't love it <laughs> <sighs> All right, what's next? Uh, the next one, it's a little bit of a longer one. Okay. It's titled Christmas Eve 2020. Oh, that was just not a good Christmas Eve for anybody. Oh, that was a rough Christmas. That was a rough Christmas. That was a really rough one for me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Hi, everyone. This is something that happened last week, and I just wanted some outside feedback. My mom passed two years ago this coming April, and to be honest, I still grieve losing her every day, and holidays are the worst. 
Her and I were very close as, as I was an only child, we remained close throughout my life. Same with my dad. We always said we were the three amigos and we were unwavering on being there for each other no matter what. Through thick and thin, we never lost sight of our family. My mom had come over to spend a few days over Christmas with us. Oh, wait. My wife's mom had come over to spend a few days of Christmas with us, and she found a video on her phone from 2012. Whoa, a- from 2012. Do people keep videos from, like, the oldest that I go through on my iPhoto is, like, 2015. I think mine's, like, 2016. Oh, wow. And- Crazy. But uh, Good for them. My- they, have, they must have a good storage iCloud thing. I don't, I don't know, man. Um, it was a birthday for all of for me with all of the people. We were laughing and joking around the table. My mom was actually in the video, and I could hear my dad laughing in the background. I was sitting next to my mom like I always had in my life. Well, it choked me up, so I went outside to the garage to finish watching it to have a private moment. And as I do quite often, I started talking to my parents, telling them how much I love them and how much I miss them. I was saying some prayers as well. The garage was warm as I had a fire going in my wood stove, and I was standing, leaning against my workbench, gathering myself when one of the two garage doors opened on its own. Just before, I had heard the wall control click, and then the door came up. It took me a minute to realize what just happened, and I walked over, and it was as if somebody had pushed the button to raise the door. It was blinking. Mm. I pushed the button again to reverse it. Now, we bought our home shortly before my mom passed, and she lived here with us since my dad passed in 2014. Neither of the two doors had ever done that in the almost three years we had lived here. I've never been a big fan of automated overhead doors, and once they start acting weird, I disconnect them and mainly raise and lower them. For example, my pole barn has three overhead doors that never works correctly. Constantly having to adjust the eyes drove me crazy, so I disconnected them already this past summer. I believe that my mom was letting me know she's there, but I would like to see what others may think. I see. This is... mm. (laughs) It's hard when technology is involved because sometimes it goes haywire. See, that's the thing that, like, I... I think it all depends on how we frame it because to Mm -hmm. her, I think in that moment, that's what she needed. She needed some kind of affirmation and just something happened that gave her that affirmation to me. I'd be like, Oh, this door is acting up again. And I don't think I would have gotten that. I don't know. Maybe you have to be there to get it. No judgment to her. I, who knows? I mean, she could be absolutely right that this was like a sign from above, et cetera. Um, I don't know, but it just is interesting. Cause it's like, I don't know. It's like the garage door opens yeah i think like what kind of helps though is that like neither of them the doors had done it so like yeah but also with their whole thing of like they disconnect it when like it starts like going haywire i don't know yeah hmm but there's that one it was kind of sad but yeah it's it is sad but you know good for her to get a sign (laughs) yeah um okay so this next one song plays on a radio for my mom's for my mother on birthdays and holidays since her brother died in 1986. Mm-hmm. So my uncle Gregory died before I was born in the 1986 and some weird crap keeps happening to my mom. The song your wildest dreams by moody blues will play on the radio and it only seems to happen to her on her birthday, her brother's birthday, my grandmother's birthday christmas easter and mother's day and has been happening every time without fail since he died today she was at home depot and she sent me the song playing her on the radio it's so bizarre because i've been with her a few times when this has happened and witnessed myself um 
It's not even that popular of a song, but for some reason, it happens on a special day related to her or her relatives. She doesn't remember the song having any special meaning to my uncle or her, but has noticed it every year on these days playing on the radio that's random, not Spotify or Pandora. Anyone else have a song play like that on a birthday or holiday or a deceased relative's birthday or a special day? And then, like, uh, they post, like, the lyrics and they said they were kind of, like, creepy. Um, but I'm not going to read I mean, it does sound like it's it's a song to me that it's like that is weird, but like I don't know. I mean, if if she's listening to a certain radio station that would play that song. Here, yeah, let's see. Let me look up. Like, how is this? Your one is by the Moody Blues. Like, if this is a popular song, I don't know. Like, it just really depends yeah. on. I mean, they say see. it's not a popular, but and it's like on the radio. But like, if it's on a certain station, it will definitely play. Because I mean. It went number one on adult contemporary, two on rock, nine on hot 100 of the year. It was three on U.S. adult contemporary, 91. It was 91 ranked. Okay. 91. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like super. It's not like that deep. So, I mean, I guess depending on like what station, then, yeah. I mean, because sometimes uh, stations, you know, depending on who owns them, if it's a company, if it's local, if it's a small company, large company, right, they get away with some of this stuff. Like, I I totally could see certain people thinking, I never hear X on the radio, but certain stations play that song. But yeah. that is weird, though. I mean, it seems like this has happened a lot. That's the weird part, though. Especially since the person I've been with their mom. So, like... But also, I don't know, because, like, half the time I'll be listening to a radio station and all of a sudden I'll hear this, like, really old song that wasn't even popular just play. And, like, that's happened a couple times. So I just – this one's hard for me. Honestly. Again, it's very similar to the last one. Like, I, I just think if you're looking for it, it makes sense. It fits mm. what you need in life. And if you're not really looking, then you're not, like, looking. So exactly. Um, it looks like – is there one more? Um, there are two more actually. Oh, okay. Hit me yes. with your next shot. Okay. This one is I saw a humanoid creature on holiday. Oh lordy. That was first of all, that was me. No, I'm kidding. I'm the humanoid creature <laughs> on holiday. All right, let's hear it. I'm this curious. One, uh definitely a little creepy. Mm -hmm. So every summer I go on holiday and I stay with my aunt at her house. She has two guard dogs that stay in her garden. When we got there, she told us the dogs have been barking a lot recently and much more than they usually do. I said to my aunt, they usually always bark. Isn't that normal? She said it was happening at night, every night, and they were very aggressive, which is unusual for them. She concluded that it was monkeys teasing the dogs since she had seen them do so, but that was always in the daytime, so at night, that would be odd. I share a room with my brother and we sleep on the second floor. The ground floor is the garage, basement, and the dog's walled area. Mm -hmm. My brother said I snored too loud, so I decided to sleep in the living room. The first few nights were fine and I slept well, but one night I decided to stay up and watch some YouTube when I heard the dogs pacing around and whining outside in their area. I looked out the window to their area and couldn't see anything. I turned around and headed back to the couch and I saw a tall black shadow pass one of the windows behind Ooh. the couch. 
on the opposite side of the house to the wall to the darks area. I heard thumping and stomping outside like something heavy was walking around the outside of the house on the path. Hmm. Like there's a there's a wall along around the house and a path you can walk around the property. I heard the slap of its bare feet across the smooth stone floor of the path around the house. Whatever this was, it was tall enough to make a slender shadow as it walked past the window. I was quite scared. I went to the window near the front of the house to see if I could see it moving around and saw something tall, skinny, and humanoid tearing off leaves or something from a tree. I thought it might be a monkey, but it was tall, over 10 feet and standing straight. So tall that it was at the height of the tree in the second floor window I was at. I took some pictures to see if I could zoom in and take a better look. The image wasn't clear, but I could see the thing had turned its glowing eyes to me when I took the pic. I looked at the second picture and saw the thing's face right in the window. It had a flattish nose, massive black eye sockets, looked like it literally had no eyes. Its mouth was wide open. It was blurry, but it looked like it was skinless. I told myself it had to be a monkey, but there was no way something could stomp when it walked. Be tall enough to look right through the second floor window that was like at least 10 feet or 11 feet off the ground. And when it was clearly touching the ground with its feet. I was scared. I left the window and went back to my room my brother and I shared. The dogs were barking now. Maybe this thing was coming from the back of the house and left at the front, which is why the dogs barked. I figured the dogs knew, and since whatever this was arrived, and they knew it by Elise by going around the walls of the front house. The next morning, my aunt went out to water her plants and saw the tree had branches missing off the tree again and some destroyed branches. I showed my aunt the pictures and she was shocked since her neighbor was complaining about someone who had been walking through her yard and destroying every anything plant-based. But my aunt shrugged it off as a monkey, but I saw how tall and slender that thing was and it was no monkey. She went to the neighbors and asked if they had experienced anything or seen this creature at night. The neighbor has said she stopped looking out for who or whatever it was because she was getting creeped out too much. She had called the police numerous times and they could not find evidence of a trespasser, set up a camera that went missing. But scariest of all, she was convinced recently whatever it was wasn't human. She had ran outside to catch the person red-handed, but she only found that in the park, whatever it was took, one stride over the seven-foot wall and disappeared into the darkness. She said it was probably a trespasser's desperate attempt to flee her property, and her mind was playing tricks. She tried to think nothing of it. I never saw it ever again. Maybe I fell asleep before it came. My aunt Sag sadly, sadly passed away, but she still tells us she experiences some weird things at night, like loud noises in the garden and around the house, scraping on windows, snapping twigs. It seemed to have become more loud and confident since the dogs died. It's been, like I listed above, maybe making more noise like snapping twigs audibly, scraping on the windows. And it started to happen to the others in the neighborhood who all started calling it the skinny mun. A man suggested it was teleporting from yard to yard. This is the Caribbean. It's not uncommon to hear true stories of ghosts, witches, etc. Too many people are doing witchcraft here. These, um, I believe someone has been messing with someone beyond with something of beyond our understanding. I don't want to go back there, but don't let this scare you of going of you. Wait, of you, scare you out of going, guys. The Caribbean is a beautiful place. Um, and they had also attached pictures, but unfortunately, it's no longer like up. Hmm. I don't know. What do you? This has a lot of disturbing things. Um. Yes. <laughs> um. I don't know. How, what do you think about it? This one, I, I, when I first read it, I got really creeped out. 
Um, I mean, it's pretty known for, like, shadow figures to be, like, really tall. But I've never heard of, like, a shadow figure being, like, over 10 feet. Mm-hmm. So, like, definitely weird. I mean, with the whole tree thing, I kind of, when I was reading this again, I was like, oh, it might be a giraffe. But then with the pictures, I was like, yeah, not a giraffe. And plus, I don't know if giraffes exist in the Caribbean. I don't think they do. So. I like the idea, though, of like a a naughty giraffe, though. That is funny (laughs) to me. Wait, let me see if giraffes exist (laughs) in the Caribbean. Because I'm curious. I don't think they do. Giraffes don't exist in the Caribbean. They only exist. Well, mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) they're at a zoo in the Caribbean. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's funny, though. (laughs) But I mean, giraffes, they don't have like. No. Sounds like it's Voldemort, like Voldemort's face, but like with larger eye sockets. Because like it's like. It was almost reminding me a little bit of Slender Man. I just, I think just because of like the, the language of it, you know? I mean, yeah. So. I don't know. This one, like, it definitely freaks me out. I think it could be real to some extent. Like, mm. Caribbean, they have monkeys. So, like, it would make sense. But also, like, witchcraft works there. So, mm. like, and I do to, like, some extent believe in witchcraft. I mm. mean, I just took a class where, like, we talked about witchcraft for a while. And, like, some of the stories were too good to not be true. Yeah. That is interesting. I don't know. I don't, ah, uh, because part of me is, like, who cares if the branches fell? But, like, I don't know. Maybe that's just significant. Again, I just don't think I would notice or read these things like that. But then, I don't know. I mean, there's, like, a, a shadow behind my TV. I guess I would notice that and be creeped out. So, I don't know. I think I'm just getting, like, a little scared about that one. I'm like, I don't want to question it. I don't know. Oh. It's too, um, it's too real to question it. Yeah. So, we have one more. Last one for the day. Ooh, what is it? Terrified at my grandparents' house. I just like the idea by the title. It's like my grandparents. Like I saw my grandparents naked or something. And I was terrified at their house. Like I just like the idea that that title to me doesn't involve anything spiritual yet. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Anything it wants to be at this point. Okay. I've had a few unexplained experiences in my life and will post them all eventually, but this was the most terrifying. Mm. My grandparents had a holiday vacation home on the Isle of White, UK. The house itself was a grand Victorian mansion that had been turned into apartments. My grandparents had the ground floor apartment that included the garden with a sea view from the clifftops. It was really beautiful. I have a large family and we all stayed there regularly together Mm. or with our step families. Over the years, family members had seen things like apparitions in the hall or apparitions of a Victorian lady walking across the garden. A few people have witnessed the wardrobe fly open in the middle of the night, but I had not seen or heard a thing over 20 years. My grandparents were getting older and wanted to sell their holiday home. For the last night I stayed there with my family, my parents were in one bedroom and my brother and sister were with me in another. There are two beds, a wardrobe in the room, along with an ensuite shower. During the night, my younger brother, 12, got up and started sleepwalking. First and only time, he's now 31. He stood in the ensuite and kept repeating that ha- that he had to go to work. My brother hated the ensuite from a baby. It was dark and creepy and had no windows. He would never use it. I guided him back to his camp bed and we both went back to sleep. 
Later that night, I woke up because I heard a loud banging sound. I look around and saw my brother and sister sleeping. The banging continued. I looked behind me where the sound was coming from and saw the headboard was moving back and forth from the wall. I then realized my bed was in fact shaking. The room became blacker than black. I was terrified and hid under the covers. I was so petrified, I think I passed out because I can't remember trying to get back to sleep. When I got up, I told my siblings at the breakfast table. My brother said, that happened to me. He said years before the same thing had happened to him, but he kept screaming for mom and dad, and he said that the room got darker too. He had never told anyone the story. He's an adult now and still doesn't believe it was paranormal. I can't really explain what happened that night. I mentioned about my brother sleepwalking as it was so out of character for him. Just felt part of all the weirdness. I don't think it's sleep paralysis as I distinctly remembered moving around in the bed. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading the comments and it's like the parent, their parents or grandparents did not experience anything. It was the aunties and family friends. That's mm-hmm. what's interesting. Why just them? I see. I don't know. Cause like, I mean, things can affect people differently, of course. And some people have more of like an intuition towards like that paranormal side. I mean, from one of the channels I watch, like there's one guy that's like very in tune with like paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, while there's, like, another person where nothing will happen to him, but, like, something will happen to this other person. Hmm. So, like, maybe that since, like, they had been, like, staying there before. Yeah. But also, this one is just kind of hard for me just because, like, I have experienced sleep paralysis before. And I have definitely felt myself walking around the room where I have, like, been very clearly, like, been in my bed. Mm -hmm. So, like... Because sleep paralysis always affects people differently. So I've had, like, points where I've, like, I've actually felt like being, like, pushed out of my bed and I had, like, ran into the hallway. I was still in my bed when I woke up. And then, like, other times I'm just, like, stick, like, still and, like, I can't move at all. So, like, it all kind of just depends what happens. The only pushing that I've done in the bed, it was not from a ghost. Let me <laughs> tell you that. Uh, so that's, this is wild. Um. I just love the idea in this story that like the grandparents are like cooking eggs Benedict in the breakfast and people like the aunties and family friends and the grandchildren are coming down like there was a ghost in the room. Do you want some hollandaise? There was a ghost in the room. Do you want some scallions on top? Like how do they not like know or care or see? I don't know. I just feel like if I had people constantly telling me like, sorry, but you know, I don't want to come to your house because it's haunted. I'd be like, ooh, right? I don't know. Could be me. Could just be me. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I have an idea. I think we should do one for Valentine's Day. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was Valentine's Day hauntings, but let's just keep them seasonal. Um, it's so good to see you again. We always appreciate having you on the pod, and uh, we'll be in cahoots. I have a feeling we'll be in cahoots. So, uh Thank you for listening, and hopefully next time Paul will be around, and uh, have a good rest of your day. Peace out. Bye.